When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start off today's show with some bad news yeah so as a midwest kid uh both of us mahoney i think that we can both uh fairly confidently say tornadoes are a bad thing and they were a very common thing when we were growing up audrey i know that you dealt with some of that stuff as well obviously what happened in mississippi horrible uh just awful right uh, so we can all agree like tornadoes are bad and terrifying when they happen uh, much worse when you have a terrifying tornado that also releases tigers into the wild. That happened. It that, that sounds like a video game. It does. It sounds like some. Sounds like the final boss. Yeah, that that is an end a boss. A tiger for sure. spitting volcano. Yeah, at the volcano. Adam, sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, do couple- you remember the Texas tornado, Tito Santana? No, was he a WWE guy? He was. He was WWF back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, okay. Yeah, a little white uh, underwear on. Okay. Were they also tiger-striped, or they were they just were reminiscing just, on this man? Yeah, he would clothesline the hell out of people. I okay. feel like you missed an opportunity, though. They should have been tiger print undies. Were they 80s? Was he just an 80s and 90s guy? Because I feel like he definitely did, Se- if that was the era. 70s. I think he is. I mean, I think he's dead. Is he? I don't know. I haven't Googled the Texas tornado, Tito Santana. And- well, while I'm, while I'm sharing the story, why don't you go ahead and do that? Okay, I'll uh, do that. Two tigers escaped from a Georgia zoo after a uh, tornado hit, so several animal enclosures were breached at the Pine Mountain Safari, and two tigers escaped. Now, thankfully, after a short search, both were found, and boy, this has got to be quite the job. They were tranquilized and then safely returned to a secure enclosure. But if you're like, you know, just like a normal like dog catcher. Yeah. And they're like, all right, so today's challenge is tigers. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Go get them, buddy. They used to get you like raccoons. Yeah, there's like possums. a possum in someone's <laughs> trash. Well, nah, guess what? You're about to level up today, two Bart. Enormous. I mean, look at these things. That's a tiger. That's right? a, that for real, though. And you said that they had to get tranked. Yeah. My first thought is. How do you know for sure? You know, like what if they're just like taking a little cat siesta, mm-hmm. like a little a little snooze? Do you just like go over there and just like poke it? <laughs> do you think when they got trained, you're like you got a dart in your neck? You're like, I don't like you, man, but you're <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> like they get blackout drunk. Yeah. Start hyping each other up. Man, you, you should have got that job. <laughs> Just leave her. It's okay. <laughs> Mahoney. I've been Googling, and uh, apparently uh, no Tito one Santana was not the Texas Tornado. That oh. was a Von Eric. Oh, no. Uh, but Tito Santana, uh, that gentleman right there. Nice uh, panties. I mean, white, white ass panties. Mm-hmm. It legitly just looks like tidy whities yeah. yeah. Okay. But he is still alive. Tito Santana. So, oh, yes. So, Thank you. Glad that he's Great. still alive. I wonder if he is as a... Uh, but he's real shiny, man. That's a lot of lube. Baby yeah, I mean, oil you, man yeah, in the 90s. Baby oil, yeah. 
in the 80s and 90s, everybody was baby oiling themselves and then like going outside. In the sun. <laughs> in the sun. Oh, yeah. So Isn't that tan. crazy? Well, did you see that thing the other day? I'm sure it came across your TikTok at some point because they were like, why are millennials looking so much younger than their predecessors like boomers. Yes. And it's because it's just, you don't leave, we don't go outside. If you look at <laughs> somebody who is 42 from 1950, yeah. they look like our grandparents. Well, I mean, even the way they cast TV shows, right? It's like they used to have Steve Martin playing like a 30-year-old when he had, you know, totally white hair and like they were dressed like grandparents and everything else, but they're supposed to be, you know, 38 years old in the show. Can't. Yeah, I know, right? All the Golden Girls were like mid forties, right? No, I mean they were like fifty something, but still, I know. But I mean, but yeah, they still looked at least seventy. They yeah, looked, however today, old they were, they were they were twenty years year old are at the club. <laughs> it's weird, man. Actually, yeah. So too uh, old for the club, fifty year olds. No, go home. They're the only ones that can afford it. They're the ones paying for the booze. For Let the, them stay. For the, yeah, for the ten thousand hey, dollar booth. That twenty two year old ain't doing nothing for you. I don't know. You don't know. Oh, yeah. I know. Look no, at Leonardo it's... DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. He's at the club. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Popping bottles. He's, he knows so well. Uh, some uh, some good news today as well. Exposure to other people's sweat is healthy. What? No. This has got to be some weird thing. There's right? nothing worse than when you're at a concert and somebody else is sweaty and you're oh. touching you. God, when Dude, somebody, I'll just leave. When somebody walks by you that's like been in a mosh pit or something, yeah. it's like... It's like instant overstimulation. I'm like, uh, why are you wet? That's when it's I knew I was like, uh, I've had enough. Wet. Yeah. I've had enough. I'm like, I need seats. I need access to bathrooms. And I bar it within like eight steps. I don't know. I don't know if that makes me a brat. I don't like being touched. <laughs> Not at concerts. No. Not anymore. Don't rub on me. No. Well, what are they saying is, is it good for? So the approach could be used in treatment for uh, mental health where people worry excessively about participating in social situations. So the researcher what? explained that an individual state of mind caused the production of chemical signals in sweat that communicated an emotional state and produced corresponding responses in other people. So they're so, saying it could uh, help you What, be are they just like anxious? holding people down and having other people sweat on them and that's improving their mental health? Yes, anything is better than this moment in time right now than what you're doing to that poor person. You're sweating in my mouth. You know what I'm talking about? There's just like a one bead of yeah. sweat and bleak. You're like, oh, oh, it got on me. It's oh. inside me now. I mean, what about like sex, though? Still, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you have hot, dude, sweaty sex, that is like, dude, if I start sweating, yeah. I gotta, we gotta switch things up. Yeah, man, like, <laughs> you were working too hard here. Yeah. We're not just being as efficient as we The way my jaw just hit the floor, gentlemen. Hot, sweaty sex? What? Like, turn on the AC. Ta- what are you yeah, talking fan? about? Well, yeah, just like what happens Amazon? if we're just, like, we're in a rom com. Nope. No, no, we're This is the notebook. No, I don't want to. There's no AC back then. I don't want to be dripping sweat. What do you want? Then I'm becoming celibate at that point. <laughs> I can just invagin' invagin. Invagin. Oh, oh boy. This is David Mahoney. Do you guys feel like you're accident prone? Because yes. my kids are definitely accident prone. I mean, they're kids, so go figure, right? But yeah, my son will regularly be running at a full clip and then just eat it. And it's amazing to me how life changes. Like if I was running at a full sprint and just fell onto pavement. You'd die. I would be dead. You would. I mean, that, like, no hyperbole. You'd just be dead. I Meanwhile, like- he normally goes, eh, and then just gets back up and Aww. goes about running again. Makes a little grunt. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we can figure out whatever to transfer, like, children bones to adults. Oh, well, they're just goo. Just little rubbery balls I mean, of goo. That yeah. may be the next big step forward in science breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Is it because they're, like, sensory is off? 
Like, did they, or do all of their nerves work? They're just clumsy, man. Like, they, in a, we're not born with kneecaps or skull tops. But you what? don't have to think about it when it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You can run as fast as you can, run into as many things as you want, because if it doesn't really, like, hurt you, what does it matter? Yeah, like, what, you, you like, know that you've reached a, a special age of significance when you uh, are very careful with each stare, because if you miscalculate oh, that, you know? Uh, hence why I said I am never jumping ever again yeah, in my life, sense. because, you know, I like my knees, and I want to keep them intact as long as possible. Well, uh, while Duke is very accident-prone, Olivia, who's, you know, four years old, uh, also very accident-prone, and mm. I think that it kind of reached a peak. So last night we were just running around, and, and kind of everyone's chasing each other while playing some Andrew WK Party Hard, as you do. Is uh, this just what you're trying to do to wind them down or wind them up? Burn off some energy before bed. Gotcha. But, uh, but she was dressed as a princess and had, like, Elsa boots on. Okay. And those things are slippery as hell. She'd been just walking around falling in them all day, so I don't know why she decided to run in them. But she just ate it to the point where, like, she I didn't knock out her front tooth, but it's loose. Oh, Because no. she face-planted. It's <laughs> like, oh, baby. I feel so bad for her. It's going to turn brown. Probably. I had one of those. Gray. Really? Yeah, yeah sure did. Brown yeah. Tooth. From yeah. doing something super similar. Yep. And, like, there's photos. Photos where it's just like me smiling and I have this gray, gross tooth. Yeah. It's, it's like, why do you just pull that out of my head? But <laughs> like, come on. We, I went to picture day like that. Oh, God. There's no like whitening system. We didn't have like a filter. Like you could have just like taken, <laughs> put this me on Facetune. This is before Photoshop existed. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but, so foul. But the uh, the thing that got me that that almost turned into a disaster with with her was when we were on vacation. We were in you know an Airbnb or whatever. Uh, when we were in California and we were going to to Disneyland, and it was we were all getting ready that day to leave, and we had eaten just pizza the night before. We just ordered pizza because long day of traveling and everything else. And the the pizza box was on top of the like the oven, and she was getting ready or whatever, and just kind of like backed into it and was kind of moving around. I don't know if she you know was in the way or something, but she pressed up against it enough where we were about to walk out the door, and I just happened to glance over. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, everyone stop. Look at this. And she had turned the gas burner on. Oh, Jesus. Directly under the pizza box. Oh, yeah. the pizza box was on the stovetop. Uh, Dave, I love how the first thought of saving your family from harm was, everyone stop. Can you just wait and stare over there at the gas that is burning through this box yes, hole? Yes, I'm like, y'all stop and look. The Make youngest. Sure this never happens again. Get the phone out. This could have been <laughs> a disaster. Put this on the internet. <laughs> Let me film this real quick. <laughs> So the Airbnb burned down. Oh, no. Well, I'm glad that you guys uh, sorted that out and didn't, you know. Didn't actually leave the. Well, you could have left it and the house would have just burned down. It it was just comical to me, like, how catastrophic that would have been because Mm -hmm. it's like you turn the gas on inadvertently and it's a flame and it just happens to be directly on a Uh cardboard box that you know is going to go up. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, glad to. Those are your kids. You understand yeah. that, right? Yeah, like the yeah. other day, you stubbed your toe. Like you stubbed your toe so bad not too long ago that you were like limping about. Yeah. Like I feel like it's really funny whenever I hear parents talk about their kids, and I'm like, that is you You're in mini form. Yeah. I just you in mini form. Yeah. I do fall over quite a bit now that you mention it. I'm when you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Mahoney, yep. do you have any relation to the character Officer Mahoney from the Police Academy movies? Message deleted. Steve Gutenberg, one of his finest roles, looked real good. And you did the other day uh, say that you wanted to be Steve Gutenberg, Two Men and the Baby. If I was cast in that particular movie, mm-hmm. uh, Three Men and a Baby, or the sequel, Three Men and a Little Lady, which I believe, wasn't it the same kid from Curly Sue? Who was the daughter? In Just three Curly years? Sue. Couldn't tell you. Is that Lil Annie? Yeah, same, same, same little girl. Uh, Steve Goomberg, handsome man back in the uh, back in the uh, back in the eighties and early nineties, mm-hmm. has not held up like Tom Selleck and Ted Danson because Ted Danson, Ted Danson, it looks great. That that hair can't be real on Ted Danson. Oh, it's got to be. You real. think so? It's got to be real. It's if you if if his two pages fell off and we realized that Ted Danson's been lying to us this whole time, that would devastate. I me. would devastate. N- me. I would not know what was what at that point. I am Nothing more inclined to believe the world is flat than Ted Danson's <laughs> hair is fake. It's funny hearing you talk about that because do guys look at other guys with too good of hair and assume it's fake just the same way that girls look at girls with too great of boobs and assume they're fake? It depends. At a certain age, you're like, man, there's no way you have that good of hair when you're that old. Yeah. You know? Really? Sometimes. It's, oh, you've it's got post, a good head of hair. It's post it though. I mean, yeah, like you, that's, that's a yeah. you, you hold it. You can hold your hair pretty strong, and you know, in your fifties. But like post sixty, for dudes to but, have like a pompadour, like a full ass, yeah, but, zaddy, what thick ass. Eugene head of Levy hair. doesn't he have an awesome set of hair? He's a Eugene I, Levy is. A, he was never good looking when he was younger. That's the thing. Yeah. He, he is. He just he found tweezers. <laughs> yeah. No man, he just found tweezers. Yeah. Like and money, money. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what he it is. Well. Just that's, cash. That's, that's like, the same thing as Steve Carell. Like I mean, yeah. Steve Carell was like an but, okay no, guy. No, 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 no. That is hair. That's he got he got monstrous amounts of hair plugs. If you look at season yeah, one yeah. of The Office and you watch see, verse, season one versus season two, and there is a, the, a stark difference in what he his hairline is because he was he looks ten years older. When I'm, he's I'm going with you. Bald. Like Steve Carell with money and a has, beard. Made, has made him a good looking guy. Yeah. Whereas before he just wasn't. No. Yeah, because, you're not ugly. You're just poor. Yeah. That's what well, we've been saying. It's the clothes too. Yeah. That's where I was going yeah. with that. Steve Carell for sure has had plugs, but I'm yeah. even just talking from like the head down. Like forget yep. his face. Yeah. Like his like the way that he dresses and his style. Yep. Same for Eugene Levy. I don't know if you guys are watching The Reluctant Traveler on Apple are TV. You watching it now? I watched it. I watched the first episode, so yeah. I'm not like dive like super dived in. Isn't it fun though? It is pretty funny. And um. You got Apple TV now? I've had it, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Have you watched Shrinking yet? No. Oh, I waited so for the I waited for the last because you know I like to binge. Yeah. Yeah. So um but yeah, no, I watched the Reluctant Traveler first episode and I was like, you are just so you're just such a happy dude. You're and just, like it just yeah. that even makes him attractive too. I'm like, you're seventy five. Like, why do I find you hot? Because he's out he here really like experiencing hot. new things and like he's doing stuff but, that, you know, traveling the world and going to exotic places. I love that guy. But even if you look at that, you know, obviously had a monstrous career. I I I've been a fan of Eugene Levy since I was like a little little child because there was SCTV mm-hmm. was on Nick at Night way back when. And you were so, the hipster of Eugene Levy. Well, I mean, it was twenty years old at that point, <laughs> but I would I loved watching co- sketch comedy, Roland yeah. Martin's uh, laughing, SCTV, all of that. But like, you look at how Eugene Levy has had like seven different careers, and not only is he so successful, you look at his kids. His kids are somehow even more successful than him. Well, yeah, but that's because her dad is Eugene Levy. But his, I mean, Dan Levy wrote Shit's Creek. Creek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very funny. I mean, one of the best shows of the last decade, for sure. You think that Dan Levy is more successful than Eugene? I think think, think Shit's Creek at this age, yeah. Right now is so successful. 
I mean, it, that's going to... But Dan Levy's got to find something else to spin it into. Or else it's going to fade into the... Because he was in... There was like some Christmas movie that oh, he was, was on in. Hulu. That was just a payday. Horrible. He didn't yeah, write that. Yeah, but that's that. how he it starts. No, he didn't write that, though. But still... There's a big difference between starts. acting... I, I knew Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek, and I'm like, I love this guy. He's hilarious. I watched the same. And then I'm going to watch this movie. Because him. But, mm-hmm. but I'm going to watch this movie because he's in it, and it's got to be good, and it was trash. Yeah, that was one of the... Awful. Who was the... Who was the... It was like... <sighs> who was it? Kristen... Not Kristen Bell. Somebody like that, like a, yeah. a famous actress. Also, you would expect more from, but just garbage. Movie. It just—it's different. Whenever you see somebody who's writing a role specific for them, he wrote that exactly how he probably acts in real life, yes. right? Yes. Because it's just very yeah. tr- true. Yep. To his character. Season. What is it called? Happiest season. And Happiest. It was Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. So blame her. Yeah. Blame, blame her. Sure. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. This may be the toughest question of all time. What is more versatile, an egg or a potato? Message deleted. An egg. egg. An egg's more versatile. You can put egg in so much. Eggs and mayonnaise. You can't, like, really. You know? I mean, you're can't not creating sweets an egg. With, yeah. a, or with potatoes. Very rarely are you. What about sweet potatoes? I mean, you can make vodka. That's the only thing. So, you I mean, I guess, you get, I guess uh, you get that. Eggs. Eggs are in and meatballs everything. and meatloaf. I mean, omelets. eggs, are, there's so many things that uh, makes an egg a binder. Mm-hmm. I ordered an omelet from DoorDash this weekend. You lazy piece of garbage. You ordered an omelet How cold. From, ugh. <laughs> that is disgusting. No, it was a place like, like don't care. Two miles from my house. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's a cold omelet. Ugh. No, it was warm. But they, they I ordered like, like jalapenos, <laughs> bell peppers. Onions. No, dude, this is where we draw Bro, the line. And I've uh, had those like banger sausage. Hangover they, days as well, so- where you're like, I don't want to move off the couch. I'm not doing anything. Breakfast door dashed is terrible. <laughs> no, nah, I, I like biscuits s- and gravy. I got biscuits and gravy too. Well, you got biscuits and gravy and an omelet. Thank God. Okay, well, don't judge the man for his order. Judge the man that he got no, the omelet door dashed. Uh, no, no, no. You're, you're getting convicted of everything, dude. But Did this, you at least like microwave it a little longer to where it was. No, like it was it was hot when it. Came, I mean, when it got to my house, it was. It Did was it come it, with like the breakfast potatoes because yeah. those, are, those are always soggy. Always soggy. Th- theirs were like super crisp. Really? Where did you order from I'll that this door dasher was you, I'll just? I'll tell you off air, but. Everything looked <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, bite into this omelet. Think I'm gonna get some like you know vegetable goodness. Mm-hmm. Man, they put mushrooms in that bitch. It was just like mushrooms That's... and bacon. Mm, it sucked. Did you read the fine print, Mahoney? What didn't you of, choose the, the ingredients? Yeah, that no, you put I, in it, was a, it was a build your own omelet, and <laughs> I didn't put either of those things in that omelet. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they were like, this thing got sent back, and they're like, throw it in the thing to go. <laughs> you got eighty. <laughs> That's really gross, dude. I was, I was so mad. Were, you, were your biscuits and gravy enjoyable? They were good. Okay. Did you eat the omelet still? I took two bites and I was like, dude, I, mushroom, mushroom yeah. texture in an omelet, just mm, too much. It needs to be crisp. You need to have like crisp. A crisp? Like crisp, a fried onion? Crisp vegetables inside the the soft eggs. Oh, okay. That's what, you know, the, the, the juxtaposition. Let me ask you one, one final question about this. Okay. Just an awful series of decisions that you made. Uh, <laughs> when you got the omelet and you were cutting it, yeah. did you go get... Your own fork and knife from your kitchen, or did you use the plastic? I one? used the plastic fork because, ones. Why? Because they, they, they never work, man. They bend. Like you're sitting there with a knife and it's bending, and the little fork cut too much pressure on cutting it. Cutting through the uh, styrofoam, sticking into the styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. 
you're a teacher and you have no idea what subject you're teaching today, but you've been ushered into a class of 40 teens. What do you teach them? Message I'm deleted. I'm in the TV and I'm putting on Nova. Yeah. <laughs> and we're watching, uh, we're watching a science special today. I don't care if it's a civics class, if it's English, what it is. We're watching Nova. What is Nova? It was what we used to watch when the teachers were hungover. It's funny because you never really realized that they were hungover. Yeah. But now you know. Now you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes yeah, sense. That was, that was movie that's, day. That's why you're sleeping. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey uh, ended up at an elementary school dance this weekend. Yes. Wait, they have, my <laughs> wife's an elementary school principal. They have dances? So they had a dance. It was like the Shamrock something, which was funny because it's nowhere near. St. Patty's Day St. is Patrick's gone and Day. passed. Sam Rock Shimmy is two Sham weeks Rock later, three Shimmy. weeks later. Yeah, so it was funny because <laughs> we walk in the door, and I don't know really what I was expecting, but it was for the third and fourth graders, um, third, fourth, and fifth graders. This is for your boyfriend's daughter? For my boyfriend's daughter. Okay, and um, they hustle you the way, first of all, this school, genius, because they're like, yes, all parents must attend, um, or parents must be attending. No kids that are not actually active in school can attend, so it's just like parental guidance and the parents have to pay for admission. That's a pay. For, the parents have to pay. Yes. How much? Eight dollars a person. What? <laughs> well, do you get punch? No. You got to pay for everything inside too. They they have like concession stands set yes. up inside with paid options. Yeah, you didn't get like a ticket when she went in, like for a free like juice or whatever. Yeah, man, they were hustling. Us. What do you think the the total haul was? Like the actual cash spend that you guys? There did? was quite a bit of people in there. Was so there? I mean, no. What do you think that you guys spent though on the on the experience? So if oh, you're not much because we were only here for an hour. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there there maybe like total in like. They're 40 bucks. 40 bucks, yeah. yeah. But still, See, still, that adds well, up. I mean, it just depends. It, it's a, it's not a mandatory thing. It's something she, your your boyfriend's daughter wanted to do, yeah. obviously. And I don't, you know, having parents there seems like a, uh, you know, you can't just drop your kids off when they're that age and just leave them. No, not any, not no. in this day and age. It's not like our parents did us at the mall and at the the roller rink. They're like, just stay there for three hours. I'll or come the, get you the, at the 9 o'clock. roller o'clock. rink, like, I'll pick you up in the morning, like, yeah. <laughs> overnight. What the hell? <laughs> Talking about it. Bad ideas. Yeah. So... You know, my wife's school does a lot of, not dances like that, but like fundraising activities. Yeah. And you would be surprised. They fund like three positions, like something like that. Three like jobs? A, like a fair amount really? of positions wow. with the amount of money they raise throughout the year for the school. Yeah, because the way that I was thinking of it was like no teachers really wanted to be there specifically to chaperone, right? right? So it's like if you have the parents there, there's some at least guidance. You know, everybody's was lined up along the sides and we we're all watching the kids just go crazy, get jacked up on pixie sticks. And <laughs> and um, the DJ was horrible, but they loved oh, him. But God. it's just so funny because I was just like watching this guy and I was like, he was, well, I thought he was bad, actually. Let me backtrack. I thought he was bad because I was like, why is he playing these songs? And I looked to a guy who was to, you know, my right, who's about mine and my boyfriend's age. And we were both just cracking up because, like, they're playing um, the Macarena. Yeah. And the kids were going nuts. So oh, the kids still like the Macarena? I think, I think. At least from my understanding, is that there's still a lot of schools that use the Macarena in like lunchroom stuff and like uh, other. Okay. So it's like still familiar, even sure. though it's not something that we experience in our day to day life. Were ever. they were they doing like the little synchronized dance? Do they so, know it? Yes, really. And then <laughs> get this: the other song was the Barbie Girl song from Aqua. Yeah. 
And they I'm knew a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Word. Really? I actually, it's I ended banger. up, I recorded it. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. They're all like freaking out. And of course, wait, how do kids show their excitement? They just scream. Scream, yeah. So every time a song came on that they were just obsessed with, it was just, ah! I was like, oh my God. Uh, at least if you're that DJ, you know what's hitting, right? Right. And <laughs> I mean, there were some screams his, and there was his, a lot of no screams. Not his first rodeo, it seems. Yeah. But usually those like events like that, it's like, they don't hire somebody. It's like, somebody's like, Husband, yeah, or it's like, it's like nephew, his, his part-time gig. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. like, how many times I get roped in to do photos? Oh, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but whenever- I, won't, I won't. I won't DJ though. I will not. You should DJ. No, I will great. not. That is where I mean, I, just I'm put not a playlist on the ox. Yeah, yeah. Just play. Put a playlist on. It'll just do it for you now. I know. Yeah. Just- yeah, because he's not up there going like wiki wiki. wiki. Yeah, no, he's on the just- ones and twos. No, that guy was not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's no like, like the uh, dry ice machine going into the crowd Dude, and like I've, laser lights. I, I want a smoke machine for our show. I've been saying this for years. We should. Anytime you like have a good joke, disappear like a ninja. That's right. So you're 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 at the dance and the kids are going crazy. They're having a good time, but then something else happened. Yes. So I'm going to be riding this high for a little while because uh-huh. I'm just sitting there minding my business, apparently looking just ethereal because <laughs> a gaggle of third graders, I could only assume. Came up to me and they were doing this that weird like kid thing where they're like looking at you and they're whispering like <laughs> they're like ask her ask her <laughs> and I'm like there's something about to go down right now <laughs> I'm like there is something about to go down they're right gonna, to get jumped this old lady to buy him beer <laughs> <laughs> yes it was that vibe it was that vibe like I was like what is about to happen so they were like hey you want to see her dance and they started like doing some like weird like Fortnite dance. stuff like yeah, yeah I have no idea what, do, what were they, they doing were like doing. the flossing too because that's still a thing somehow something and yeah. I'm like nerds but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding no they were so cute and uh, I was like wow that was really awesome and they ran away and then they came back like trying like inch closer and closer to me so i start feeling awkward because parents again are all around and like what is happening so i stand up and i'm like stretch into that weird thing you do when you feel like uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) like let me get away from these kids because again i didn't know what was about to go down Kind of like giving the signal like i'm gonna head on out of here go ahead and shoot your shot if you're going to and they come up to me and they said we have a question and i said yeah all of them are dressed like leprechauns by the way it was hilarious and <laughs> if you got beat down by a bunch of 10 year old leprechauns that would have been awesome they were like are you a celebrity and i was like oh! <laughs> i was like are you guys want to just follow me around for forever and just gas me up and i was like no i'm not but do i look like one i was gassing them up i was like please tell me more about how pretty i am <laughs> i was like do what, i look like one to what, you what about me screams celebrity to you is, is it, it the good looks is it the charming nature is it the is this aura voice? that i give off it's like no actually i'm a stripper <laughs> this is the dave and mahoney this show is the dave and mahoney show when you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection. I'm David Mahoney. So some people are out there looking for love, and they think the answer is going to Craigslist, which is always an interesting take. You know, you, you have an encounter with somebody out in public, and you don't shoot your shot, or you don't have the opportunity to say what you wanted to say, and it really weighs on you. You know, you want the opportunity to have an, a second chance, and you think if I just put this message on Craigslist, surely they'll see it. Dave, it's better than doing nothing. It could have been something. You know, that it's one true. magical moment, you have one chance to shoot your shot, you may have missed it. This could be the only saving grace to make 
everything in your life change. Well, the uh, the idea of us amplifying these messages makes sense. We want mm-hmm. these people to find love. And in the, in the case of the first one here, it sounds like they actually have a pretty significant history together. They've just fallen out of contact. And so this guy, it is a, uh, it's a man for a woman, said, trying to find the woman I used to assist with chores. White male looking for a woman I used to visit and assist with chores. I would like to come see you. And I would when you were off work. I was your handyman, and you were happy with the tasks I completed. I hope you see this, and I miss you, and can't wait to come see you again. What kind of task do you think this guy was completing? It's interesting that if yeah they, they were hooking up, that he would lead with white male, doesn't it? You would think. Like, pretty sure she's aware. Of what you look like. Yeah, of your gender and race. He's just reminding her. Okay, white, white guy over here. Maybe got she it. gets around. Mm-hmm. That could be it. You know? I, uh, I've got a friend who uses TaskRabbit all the time. TaskRabbit? Yeah. You ever heard of TaskRabbit? No. What, is it just like an organization for your calendar of sorts? No, it's like handyman on hire, so it's kind of like oh. Uber for handymen. Oh, you just like, call them anytime, and they come over and just do whatever you don't want to do? Pretty, you can search what they're good at. Is this friend you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you find uh, if you find a handy name, man named Steve, who's over the age of sixty, always always good. Specifically, always. Steve. Steve's over sixty. Steve's on Task Rabbit. They'll be able to fix whatever you got. Got it. Do you, you seek out te- Steve's? Can you put like a name, age, and gender on there? Have you ever had a disappointing encounter with a Steve? I don't know any Steves. See, you're missing out. Am I? Am I? Yeah, you need to get on Jackrabbit or whatever it's called. Taskrabbit. Oh, that's <laughs> Jackrabbit or something else. That's something else. Okay. Uh, this one, I was in your office today. I kind of feel bad for this lady because it sounds like she was just trying to work. Mm-hmm. This is a man for a woman. Leads with, you're actually a bit older. Why do dudes do that? Why would you say that? Don't, what, yeah. what are you doing? Couldn't keep my eyes off you when you're at your desk, though, even though, you know, you're older. Mm-hmm. Then I thought about you the entire ride home, and now here I am. Notice you didn't have a ring on either. Dinner, maybe? Audrey, is this you? This is the worst. Why do people always say that kind of stuff? It's like backhanded compliment, backhanded compliment, backhanded compliment, but I'm interested. It's because like, are you interested? You Apparently, man, I don't that's know. How we, that's how, that's how the, dudes do it. I notice you're unmarried, you old hag. You hear yeah, you're lonely. You want a you're working. <laughs> Like the, I was just gonna say, like the worst God. of it too is just like you're pretty for a big girl. Like, oh, like nobody even says that to me. Oh, buddy, you're pretty for a big boy. Uh, but this, this dude's ready for a big boy. This is man for man, uh, and the, it starts with what was out of the barn. You stopped and asked me where you could get some meat. I mean, a burger. Both very handsome. Tell me where I sent you and what state your plates were from and what animal was out of the barn. By the way, nice big thumbs up and grin. Who just stops somewhere where you don't know where to get a burger to ask a random guy with some random animal outside of a barn that's broken loose? (laughs) Hey, where can I get a burger? (laughs) Nice big thumbs up and grin. Yeah, big thumb. That's a good nickname. Uh, This one is entitled Secret Crush. This is a woman for a man. I see you almost every day. Sometimes we talk. Other times we don't even say goodbye. If my crush on you got out, I could be in big trouble. But I doubt you'll ever see this. I'm also guessing by your past, I am not your type. I keep having this dream about bumping into you at the park. You visited a lot and whispering a fantasy about us into your ear. Maybe it will come true or maybe it will always be my fantasy. Carlos, I hate you so much. That's a woman for a man. 
I don't believe that. I don't either. I don't believe <laughs> I do that. I believe that. Not one bit. That is a I don't trap. Know, man, there are some wackos out there. Dude, here's the thing. Like, if you want to. I'm, I'm just surprised we don't hear more about dudes getting organs stolen. Because we will do anything under the guise of thinking that we're going to get laid. Yes. Absolutely. We will walk directly into a trap. How many sketchy situations have we walked into in our lifetime when we knew this was a bad idea? I bet there are a lot of dudes getting their kidneys stolen, but you just don't tell anyone if that happens. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, don't you just absolutely hate it when you're in the middle of a police standoff? Pretty normal thing. And you accidentally doze off. I mean, are you? I mean, you're in the middle. Like you are, you are the a person, bystander, no, or no, no, no. you're you're the person that the police are in a standoff with. Oh, okay. and you drink too much and fall asleep. I mean, That's sometimes you just have an extra beverage or two, yeah. and you, the eyes start to get heavy, and they slowly, you know, fall down, <laughs> and then you're you're snoozing. Fifty-one-year-old James Allen Curry oh, was he's wanted for several- never name, never put Allen as your kid's middle name because when they get arrested, you're just going to sound like a hillbilly. It all—I mean, I don't care how yeah. it just does. So there, he's or racist for all kinds of stuff for very, real, very racist. Uh, armed burglary, theft of a firearm, grand theft. Deputy made visual confirmation of this guy driving. A felony traffic stop was mm-hmm. attempted. He took off, pulled into the parking lot before doing an evasive maneuver and uh, running through a fence post and attempting to flee. Uh, he was told to show his hands and get out of the vehicle. Put your hands up. Yep. Uh, turns out that he just started chugging <laughs> the Patron Silver and the Sick. Bud Light Ew, that he had. Oh, that's oh, the tequila of oh, your choice. Warm ass Patron. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like crap. that is truly sorry to anyone who's a massive fan of Patron, um, but you're trash and so is that. that of, of all tequilas, Patron is bottom of the barrel. Dude, to me. if you've drank Patron straight out of the bottle, I have. You're trash. Yes, I have too. I <laughs> have trash, trash as well, yes. but I'm we elevated trash. trash now. I drink Casamigos. <laughs> but why is it? <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like the name Alan when One step it's, above. When it's somebody's first name feels trashy, but it's always a middle name. Middle, middle, yeah. middle name, yeah. like Alan, Alan Gray. You always say I've got a trashy middle name. Was it Lee? Yeah, man. It could go either way. Listen, that's my daddy's name I, and my old Peppy Peppy's middle I mean, name, but I too. I also feel like it's very is- strippery. <laughs> no offense. And coming up next, Audrey Lee. Glitter shows up before I do. Satellite three. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, not. man, that was going to be me. In a, in, if I had stayed in Alabama, I'm not the peppermint rhino. Damn right. Uh, so, uh, so police negotiated with James. However, he refused to exit the vehicle, and they were trying to keep this from escalating. And then they realized that they could stop negotiating because he had just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, turns out the uh, the get out of jail free card is uh, is not something you should actually present to a police officer during a traffic stop in Minnesota. The driving uh, surprisingly. Presented a get out of jail free card from Monopoly. That's hilarious. That is kind of funny. It is kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, but it's also even more funny knowing that he like assumed at some point he would be getting arrested. Yeah, you're like I'm get I'm I'm getting pulled over for so sure. So I'm gonna pull this joke. Yeah, uh, they did say <laughs> that uh, he had points for the effort. Humor did not say whether or not he got a ticket. Okay. Yeah. D- dude, I mean, you're from Minnesota. Yeah. Like Minnesota's known for being one of the nicest Very states. Nice, yeah. Uh, some of the meanest cops in the country. In Minnesota? Minnesota? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I left when I was like 16, the, so I didn't like have a lot of The Minneapolis St. Paul police, there's yeah. a reason why everything's clean and nice there. Yeah. It's because they're dicks. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that yeah. sounds horrifying. <laughs> no, <for real. laughs> well, I'm glad that this guy like had some humor, and maybe the cop did, too. 
Maybe. Like, ha uh, This, not funny. The Santa Ana Police Department is investigating the theft of an African gray parrot that was stolen from a front porch. <laughs> there is video from a ring doorbell of this dude straight up stealing the entire cage. And this isn't like, like a normal size cage. Three, four foot cage. That's like a six foot. I mean, that's taller oh, than the guy. Right. Well, Huge. yeah. I'd say four and a half. Feet. Maybe. Whatever. It's a big cage. I got a question. I guess the uh, the parrot's worth 2500 bucks. That's a lot of money a lot. for My a mom parrot. used to breed African gray parrots. What a to- terrible mistake to steal a parrot. Well, that thing's going to last, because African greys live longer than almost any other bird. They live to be like 80 years, years old. old yeah. Where do the African grey parrot derive from? Where do they live? Where did we bring them from? I don't think they drove here, but okay. But um, are they from Africa? I mean, I Hence the name, African grey? I would assume. Okay, but like, this is me being stupid and American. <laughs> don't parrots live in like the jungle? Yeah. There's jungle in Africa. <laughs> the Congo. Ah. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're from the Congo. <laughs> That's where they're from. I forgot, That's... forgot the Congo jungle. Yeah, 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 you for sure, watch, man. It was a Michael Crichton book where monkeys get a bunch of lasers. Mm, you don't remember yeah, that? Yeah, you remember sure, that movie? Yeah, yeah. It was Bruce, uh, what's, Bruce Campbell's in it. Bruce Campbell, yeah. Terrible movie. Terrible I just, movie. I was just thinking, like, Lion King. Mm. What jungle the do you suppose Sahara. that was in? No, the, 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 the desert. Mm-hmm. But they also had the the toucan guy who was a part of Guazu. Yeah. That didn't feel like that was his actual territory. Sure Disney did. just wrote yeah. him in. <laughs> Disney just wrote Wazoo in. That's not where he was supposed Why to be. Why do living. I feel like this would be a conversation that a coked up stripper would be having at 4 a.m. <laughs> as the sun started to come up? It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Time to play Tipsy. Go the quad. Or Toddler. Dave and Mahoney. If you spend any amount of time around toddlers, you know that they act like little drunk people. And if you spend any time around drunk people, you know that a lot of times they act like toddlers, including the things that they say. Question is, can you figure out if this is a tipsy person or a toddler based on the transcribed words that were actually said by the individual in each one of these scenarios? Mahoney and Audrey are in the dark here. They don't know the correct answers. So they're going to be helping Josh out today. Josh is ready for a round of tipsy or toddler. Uh, Josh, this past weekend, did you spend time around either a drunk person or little kids? Uh, I could have been the drunk person. Okay. Were you drunk around little kids? Absolutely not. That's good, how you get good. arrested. That's, that is excellent. That's responsible yeah. parenting yep. right there. All right, good. Heck uh, no, that's whatever. You become the funkle. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're drunk around kids, everyone's like, dang, uncle, whoever is really fun. His name is Uncle Matt. <laughs> and he is a good time. <laughs> All right, Josh, here we go. Uh, on to the first one here again. Mahoney and Audrey are going to help to, uh, are going to try to help you out, and we'll see whether or not uh, you can get four out of the five correct. First one here is two people going back and forth. We got some stinky cheese. Oh. It's not stinky enough. Did you smell it? It's pretty stinky. No, it's not. Ooh, I don't know if kids know about stinky cheese. Unless they're talking about just smelly cheese. Yeah. Not like intentionally stinky cheese. I feel like this is a drunk person. I think this is tipsy. Okay. Audrey, what do you think? I think I'm going to go tipsy, too. Just a bunch of people around a charcuterie board is my vibe. All right, Josh, you get the uh, the final choice here, though. Tipsy or toddler? That's what I was thinking as well. Just people surrounding some stinky cheese. I would go with uh, Ipsy. No. Oh, dang. Oh, no. We've been misled by yeah. the charcutes. We got some stinky cheese. <laughs> it's not stinky enough. Did you smell it? It's pretty stinky. No, it's not. 
I feel like that's Audrey around a charcuterie board after three glasses of wine. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, what do you mean? This this goat cheese is not farm enough. Okay. Because goat cheese always smells like farm. All right. So we did not get the uh, the first one correct. It's okay. Here we go on to number two. Where's your mom? Where's your mom? I don't know. Like, where is she? Like, right now. Where would you say she is? I want my mommy. Gypsy person. Gypsy person. 100%. See, I want the gentleman on the phone. I already forget your name. Sorry. Josh. I I want Josh to answer next because I feel like I keep misleading. Because if we're tag teaming the same answer together. Mahoney is confident that it is a tipsy person. What do you think, Josh? It was a a team effort. We're all in this together. But uh, I'd say tipsy as well. That is correct. That's right. That is correct. Nice little curveball there, Jordan. Where's your mom? Where, where's your mom? I don't know. Like, I want where my is mom. she? Like, right now, where would you say she is? I want my mommy. <laughs> okay. I love <laughs> drunk people with accents. Oh, it's <laughs> so much more charming. It really is. Yeah. They feel so much better than us. Okay, here we go. On to, uh, on to number three. One incorrect, one correct. This is a couple of people as well. She was my best friend for when she was 12, and she was my best friend. And and Guy, he's staring at me right now, and he's making a big joke out of this, and I, it's not really a joke. Okay, bye. I have to go. This is a toddler. I feel like this is a toddler. Because, mm. I mean, you said 12. I feel like that's in there for, you know, to, to be a, a curveball. Mm. That's not what I would say. I would say to, uh, t- uh, you go tipsy on that one? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like Jordan's been doing a couple curveballs recently where he's just been putting a bunch of the same things in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Josh, what do you think? Mm, I'm not too sure, but Audrey was putting herself down, so I'm going to bring her back up and go with her with tipsy. Oh, no! Tipsy is correct. Ah! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Stay alive. This is actually a very, very, very drunk lady at a wedding. She was my best friend. For when she was 12, and she was my best friend. And, and Guy, he's staring at me right now, and they're making a big joke out of this. It's not a really joke. Okay, bye. I have to go. Is that Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> that sounds, sounds like, like Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge yeah, and White Lotus. Does. Yeah. Holy cow. Right. Real bad. Also, <laughs> also, man, you got <laughs> you know good. if you're giving like the best lady or the, the maid of honor speech. Just you, hold it together. You got it. You can't start going hard in the paint at the open bar yeah. until after that happens. Just hold it together for your speech and then go get drunk. Dude, also- I was at a wedding once where I watched a guy straight up drink candle wax oh. as a chaser for his shot. Oh, yeah? I'll, I'll one-up you. I was at, in a wedding, and one of the other groomsmen wanted to get drunk so badly that we were at the church in the pastor's office waiting to go do the rehearsal and he drank hand sanitizer because he knew it had alcohol in it man jesus <laughs> was there <laughs> i mean that if you're in a church at least go for the sacramental wine right that's what i said <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no sacramental hand sanitizer oh, all right here that's so disgusting it's disgusting he went outside and vomited all right here we go on to number four uh when Dude. people don't stop at the stop sign i i call people morons Toddler. 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 Toddler Josh. laying the lay- oh, yeah. law down. I would say toddler. A little kid talking to their parents. Like, Yep. You got it. Well done. When people don't stop at a stop sign, I, I call people morons. Excellent job. So you've Good got parenting. three correct, and we are down to the fifth and final one for the win. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, no. My face is ruined. Ah! 
Tipsy. That's it. That's it. Tipsy. Oh, man, I'll go with Tipsy as well. Okay, I don't know if that's a good decision or not, but Josh, what do you think? Well, the little bird's making me think that maybe it's not Tipsy. <laughs> I don't know why you think that, Josh. <laughs> Dave is so good at his poker face. For the win. <laughs> oh, yes. Really? I'll play poker against you. Uh, this is a, this is a little girl. She's having trouble washing off face paint. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. My face is ruined. This is David Mahoney. I was kind of surprised to recently learn that Mahoney has decided to take it upon himself to do some spring cleaning. I what? mean, spring is spring has sprung. sprung? Is yes. it sprung? Spring is sprung, officially. Yeah. It was uh, the 20, 20th or 21st, something like that. Okay, so it's yeah. officially spring. And, you know, this past weekend, my wife and I, it's been, you know, we haven't really done a whole lot of spring cleaning since whenever Marie Kondo first came out. You remember when that was? Marie Kondo has actually done the opposite of her lifestyle that she created for that Netflix show. And you're right. She was the one who sparked all of the sparking joy, uh, sparking joy, clean everything else, uh, clean everything out of your home. That doesn't immediately make you feel happiness and blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know what? Screw that. <laughs> she, seriously, she well, came out and was like, I, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I believe wow. that's a, I mean, when you go through your stuff, when you're like packing stuff and you're like getting stuff out that you haven't seen in drawers in years, you're like, why do I have all of this stuff? I For sure. And then you realize just what a disgusting consumer you are. Yes. Like you just buy stuff I... and you wear it once and you decide you don't like the way it fits and then you never touch it again. Dave, that is so funny you say yeah. that because every time I have been trying to shop recently, I feel like that exact thing. I'm like, why am I, why do I always feel the need to consume stuff? We yeah. feel like we don't Ugh. have anything to wear when we have literally everything to wear. Yeah. Is it just because we end up buying things because we just kind of hate how we look in general and so yes. we're like, Oh, yeah, something new will make us make us feel be better. better. Give yep. me something new, something shiny, just like make life. Make orphans fire. Yep. yep. But I was cleaning out like a closet, and I literally found it was I think fifty Nike workout shirts. Fifty. I mean, granted, I didn't like you know those dry fit shirts. No, you, I, I like them. I wear the same ones. But why would you have Nike fifty Nike workout shirts? I feel like I get to a point. Where I like, I've got like fifty Tommy Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I got fifty Sunday Swagger slash Golf God 50, shirts. Fifty, like for real, that's the number that you cap out at. Kinda. I've got fifty track suits. Fifty track suits. I've yeah. got like not. I've got about fifty dress shirts. Yeah. Fifty pairs of socks. Fifty pairs of underwear. And then I just stop. I think I like I buy up until that point. But there's no way I could even wear a fifth of that in the course of a year. No, never. What Mahoney? Do you think? I told my wife, I'm like, you if are I'm going, a hoarder a little bit. I don't know, <laughs> but I can't find myself because I know I paid so much money clothes. for these. You can't throw them away, and you don't want to donate them. But it's not just the clothes. What it's do you mean, the bur- bourbon? But I'm doing something with the bourbon. Oh, so you're you're, you're organizing your I'm gonna, office I'm gonna, recently. I'm going to bring. <laughs> I'm also organizing like my camera gear in my office, and uh-huh. unfortunately, I have. I counted, so I've got twelve boxes. Of you know those wine boxes that they have, Dave. Mm-hmm. Which I know you're familiar. I am familiar because you buy your wine by <laughs> the do. box. I do. Which hey, you get a discount and a nice box. You, and a nice. And you're box. gonna drink it. Which are those boxes saying? are expensive. So I'm gonna bring those. I'm gonna bring all that bourbon into the office. Smart. 
Like I like I feel like because I'm not really nice drinking. Collection. I'm not drinking a whole lot right now. I'm going to keep maybe a dozen bottles at my house, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take the vast majority of the bottles and just well, kind of like we've had a couple of good experiences where we'll have like different guests that will come by, whether they're guests for the radio show or just visiting and like offering them some nice bourbon. Well, I want to create a, a welcome space, like a cool green room. Yeah. So like if we start having guests again. <laughs> Which maybe who knows? Who knows? I don't know if that'll ever happen because you and I both hate doing interviews. Yeah. Uh, Me but too. I'm, I get nervous. Yeah, I don't get nervous. <laughs> just most people are boring. Well, because they give you a list of questions you're supposed to ask, and well, then they get angry when they hear yeah. the same question over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't do that because we also don't do interviews. Bingo. <laughs> also, don't do our research. But I'm going to bring. I don't know if this. Do you, do you think it's inappropriate for me? Because it's twelve twelve cases. Of bourbon bottles by twelve bottles, so it's one hundred and forty-four bottles. Dude, of dude, Mahoney, dude, Mahoney. You dude, the pandemic order. was a weird time. Mahoney, uh-huh. so it you've really got... was. This doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic because, oh like, the tracksuits were well before the pandemic. But the, the bourbon, the does. Shirt, yeah, so, the bourbon. Shirt. But here's the question: So you said you were contemplating whether or not, like, well, we, uh, hoarder has such a, like a, a ick behind it. But like, do you think that you collect things and? Do you have a hard time letting go of things? Like wh- whenever you and your wife were spring cleaning, were you finding yourself kind of like picking, go, going back and picking things out that you had thrown out? No, or, no. So like, you were able it, to like, throw like, some like stuff like away. Like the donation pile is mm-hmm. like once it hits that donation pile, it's donated. It's not coming back. The only thing that I, the, the, the only thing that makes me hesitate when I'm spring cleaning is that like I know what I paid for like some of those dress shirts because mm-hmm. when Dave and I were living in Houston. You know, I bought a dozen suits or so, or six or seven suits, whatever, one for every day of the week, and then a bunch of like dress shirts and stuff. And I know what I paid for them. And I just feel like I would be setting money on fire if I were to get rid of them. But are you wearing them? But I may may wear them at some other point. You might. But I don't have a. See, like when 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 we eventually get fired from radio and you become a real estate agent. Yes, maybe so. I don't don't have used car sales. Used car sales. (laughs) I don't have have the the attention span to do the paperwork that's that's involved in selling real estate. But I see, I don't think that you'll wear them again. And let me tell you why. Because I think that the same reason why we're always buying new shiny things is the same reason why we don't ever go back to the old stuff. It's like we have this thing whenever we're going to get ready and we're going to get dressed. You have your go-to. If it's clean, you have your go-to dress shirt or whatever that you're going to wear that's in the first. you got like a top three. You know, you go through that rundown. You're not going to your 10th or 50th, you know, best dress shirt. Like you're ever going to wear that again. But like if, if you've I, got five or like seven, we'll say, no, one for think, every day of the week, then that's plenty. I think the problem is, though, and why I don't wear more of my clothes is because my wife has, when we moved in that house 10 years ago, I said, hey, you could take the entire master closet. What a stupid decision that was, huh? It was. It was not surprise. It wasn't a big master closet. You know, it's enough uh, for all her stuff. So I used like the two guest bedroom auxiliary closets mm-hmm. for my stuff, and then I also have a lot of stuff in drawers. So I don't see my stuff. So I feel like I need to turn a room into a closet. Oh my gosh, you are a Kardashian. Because <laughs> it's like at this point, I have a guest room. The other one, you know, it's a three bedroom house. There's a one's my office. Uh-huh. We have a guest room. Yeah, that's, that's the one that there. has the pile of laundry on it. Which, by the way, Mahoney's wife totally outed him this weekend. She sent. My wife and I, the picture of Mahoney napping in that bed with the pile of laundry on it. She said, just in case you thought he was lying or fibbing with the lazy bones. But (laughs) why do I need to have a guest bedroom in my house when I'm just kind of at this point in my life? You don't want to guess? If you're going to come visit, stay in a hotel. Yeah. 
Mahoney. I'm just keeping a bed in there for no reason. <laughs> See, I'm so the exact opposite of that. Like, I love being a host, so I can't do understand. You? I do. I love when people come and stay with me. I, at one point, was having people at my house every weekend. Like, Ugh. I just, I like having friends over. No, I know. That's just. No. Well, but you also have kids, this, this, so your yeah, the, house the, the, is like chaos. a little bit more energized yeah. than, yeah. you know, Mahoney's yeah, house. No, if you want the interaction, I'd probably be the same way if I didn't have four kids that were just constantly screaming and running in circles. I don't want any And I don't have family ever. that lives here. So when I, people come to visit, I love it. Yeah, I want yeah. a cave. Like, I legit, like, I want to recreate when I lived in my parents' basement when I was a teenager. And like, like that aesthetic. It's dark. It's dark the entire time. <laughs> You're 40. No, it's quiet. Nobody's down. I don't want to live with my actual parents, but I'm saying, like, that aesthetic you should, of the you should, get a, you should get a house with a basement and then just exclusively live in the basement. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's something you've tried to quit but just can't? Also, Mahoney should do the Brokeback Mountain monologue again. Message deleted. Uh, from Invisalign Theater. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to have to do Invisalign again. My, right. I, I have... You know, I, my retainer broke during the pandemic, and I never got a new one, and so I just haven't been wearing it at yeah. all. Yeah. What do you mean teeth just move? Isn't I know. that weird? Yeah. You have them bound up for like years, and then you let them go, and they're just like, ah, well, just I kidding. Lost, you forget I lost a tooth also, so I guess that's causing stuff to shift as well. How but did you lose that tooth again? It just, just broke just, off. It just broke it was off. Like huh? a, it was a tooth I had a root canal on. Like ten years ago, Did you think it was life, all huh? the the Mountain Dew from the before times? Uh, I was more of a Coke guy. I was, always, I was yeah. always more of a Coke guy. Still myself. rot your skull. Yeah, I did yeah. a pretty good job drinking a two liter a day for uh, you know your entire high school career. Jeez. May do that for you. God, that's so. You know that they have a thing cool. in dentistry literally called Mountain Dew mouth. I really? It. Yep. Because in my brother Appalachia, was uh, my, my brother was addicted to the Dew. It was dyed Mountain Dew. It's that electric energy straight yeah. to your gullet. A can of coffee. Oh, I'd love me some can of coffee. Mm. I saw a semi the other day. A Mountain Speaking Dew Speaking of things semi? that I can't really let go, every once in a while I just get that tinge of trash that just yeah. like wants to just like... Um, and it's like Mountain Dew or a Monster Energy drink, the the it's white like can specifically. Everything or they beer. sell close to the register at a Seven yep. Eleven. You're like, give me a vape and some Monster Energy. I don't even and, like it, but yeah, I will drink it right now. The horny goat pills. The horny goat pills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother took some of those. Oh, he. I had to give him Benadryl because I thought his head was going to explode. Yeah, his blood it's not healthy. Through the roof. Which not one? healthy. Matt, of course, yeah. it's Matt. No, I meant which head. Oh, <laughs> he uh, he came over to my house to do some work. I'm like, why is your face red? He's like, I took some horny goat pills last night. <laughs> your brother. Every story that comes out, I'm like, what? He is a he is a ball of fun. I feel like if we're going to answer this guy's question, uh, if I were to peg it for the two of you, things that you can't quit. I feel like it would be like the black t-shirts for you, Dave and Mahoney. It would be spinning frivolously. It's just no. It's just food, man. Like that's my like. You I don't quit. think spending is more of a problem than your food intake. I think it gets more satisfaction think, out I, of eating. I think those are kind of one and the same in in many ways. Because when I do spend, it's you know like this weekend, I was lazy as hell. I door dashed every meal. Well, every like you meal? bought your friend meal, wow. who you game with a PlayStation Five. Man, my wife's driving right now. I thought she knew. She doesn't know that. She don't know. Oh, dude, dude, I didn't know that. That we talked about it. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, at a specific I didn't know. time. 
I didn't know. Why are you blowing up my spot? I we talked about it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. She didn't hang know. On, hang on. Let's see how long it takes for the text to come in. <laughs> That's how my homie gets grounded. So <laughs> Can't come to work now. I just heard that a German brewery is making a powdered beer where you just add water to it, and they say it tastes just like a regular beer, and it's going to be available within a couple months. So I'm really, really hoping that you guys can do like a super trashy beer for breakfast and try the Tang beer. That's what I'm just going to call it for right now is Tang beer. But yeah, I want you guys to be the guinea pigs. Message deleted. I'm good. Yeah, I don't like to work for my food, you know, and that includes... Like protein shakes even? No, don't want to do it. Because just the second you make me add the stir, and it's always clumpy. It's always clumpy. And I feel like that's what would happen with this, too. We don't always have those little mixer tools. You know what I'm talking about, like the little mini blenders? The thing that makes beer good is the carbonation, too. Yes. It's got to be carbonated. Fizzy. They can give you carbonated, um, you know, like that life-proof water or like... Now uh, you see what we're doing? Celsius. Now we're having more steps necessary. Mm. Well, the, it's Seems just like a, a pack. Big, big, no. Beer is just not that expensive. It doesn't need to be fixed. Stop it. Yeah, if Fair. you found a more efficient True. way to get us drunk, sure, but right. this is Natty not it. Natty Light exists. <laughs> yeah. I used to get a 12-pack of Milwaukee's Best Light for $5. Bush Light. Bush. This is my favorite beer, the once upon a time of marketing that they had. It was like Bush, as smooth as it sounds. Like <laughs> oh, I want that on a shirt. It doesn't sound smooth at all. Please leave a message after the tone. What mythical creature do you think you, like, wish actually existed in the world? Like, in my opinion, I think the world could use more dragons. Message deleted. You think dragons should exist? Hell no, man. Like, they would eat... We don't need alpha predators for us. Yeah, no, like... like a Sasquatch, like Bigfoot. No! I think, go ahead, now make him real. Like, at least I got a chance against him. You think you have it... More so you? than against a dragon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, you can shoot a Bigfoot. What about, like, Tinkerbells? Tinkerbells. Oh, that's Actually, good. but fairies and pixies in the mythology are, like, evil are creatures. They really? Yeah. They're, like, oh, they're fairies not, are they're, horribly evil. Yeah, All, they're like, not, like, fairy the cute, cutesy things that we're... That I mean, we're like, made, you even think made. about Tinkerbell. She's a little homewrecker. She's out she, here just trying to bang Peter Pan when she knows he's married. Murder. She was trying to murder Wendy. That's, <laughs> that's right. That wasn't, like, play. Yeah. Like, she was straight up trying to kill Wendy out of jealousy. Like, what? She is so horny for Peter Pan. And then we got to clap to save her life or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And even if you think about mermaids, mermaids, also sirens, were luring sailors to their death. Mm -hmm. So, like, we've, like, Disney-fied everything that was, like, once upon an evil. Even that scene from Hook, do you remember that when Peter gets pushed off of the the ship? Mm -hmm. And then three mermaids swim up and start making out with him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he's just like, don't worry about it, Wendy. It's fine, like, gaslighting her. (laughs) It's like they're just like trying to be your friend. Meanwhile, they're grabbing her hair and trying to pull her down to the in the water. Remember that scene? Yes. Oh, that's actually going back to the Disney version. But yeah, man, I don't even know if there's anything from Fairy Tale Land that I would want. Maybe like a Shrek, oh, like an ogre. Shrek, Shrek is love. Got or like a talking Shrek donkey. Yeah. Got an update. What? From my wife. Oh, Audrey. I'm so Uh-oh. sorry, Mahoney. What I'm she, so truly say? sorry. She says, "What? What?" Effing F. What the F? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Aaron, if you're listening, I didn't know that you didn't know. This is my apology tour. It's not the first one that he's bought. <laughs> yes, it is. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and 
Mahoney present Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Gavin is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Uh, Gavin, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Tell us about your level of education. How far did you get? Uh, I graduated high school. Graduated high school. Excellent. Uh, what do you do uh, as, a, as a professional? What do you do for a living? I'm a stagehand. A stagehand. Okay, very cool. Um, so Mahoney is going to be challenging you. He is going to get up right now and leave the studio. Exit stage right. Uh, oh. Okay. So, depending on which stage you're talking about, I guess that is stage right for you. Um, he cannot hear. He is. Let me wait for the door to close. Now in a soundproof space. And, Gavin, you do have one pass today, all right? So if you get one correct, you'll hear the screaming eagle of success. If you get one incorrect, it's the disapproving pony. Thank you, Audrey. I was just trying to contribute. (laughs) I'm still here. Uh, (laughs) If you get as many or more correct than Mahoney, you're going to win today. All right, so the first one, Ulysses S. Grant appears on the front of which U.S. dollar bill? Uh, The 20. No. Is it the two? No, it's the 50. 50. That's right. Uh, you still have a pass. Uh, here we go on to, the, on to question number two. Boob day in Spain is what day here in America? Halloween? A lot of, no, a lot of, a lot of practical jokes played on this day. Boob day in Spain is what here? Oh, uh, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day, yeah. Well done. Hmm, Dave? Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Or if you're Audrey, every day is boob day. <laughs> yeah, Woo! I got. I have boobs. Mm-hmm. Question number three. Great fake boobs. <laughs> What's the uh, the name <laughs> for the hot middle layer of the Earth? The the middle layer mm-hmm. is the core. Dave, that's what he said. Don't, dude, don't. Are you, I'm sorry. The middle or the yeah, he said the middle. The mantle is in the middle. The mantle is in the middle. That's right. You are so oh, annoying. Yeah, I'm going to let Mahoney know everything you're doing. Right. He's James. Exactly right. Yeah, no, you got it right. The mantle. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows the answer. He just thought the core, and we just had to think it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the question. Yeah. Just the way it was worded. Shut up, Grant. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Mahoney would say. Did you just call him Grant? What's his name? His name is Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> All right, here we go on to question number four. Who was the peasant girl that led the French army at Orleans during the Hundred Years' War? I'd have to call her peasant girl. That seems rough. Good lord. <laughs> uh, hey, who's the poor? Um, I'm going to pass on that one. Okay, good pass. Uh, Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc is what you're looking for there. All right, so you got two correct, two more questions to go. Pass is burnt. A flock of crows is called a murderer. What is a flock of ravens called? Take your time looking it up. It's okay. Oh, no. no she's um, accusing him of cheating. It's taking a while. He's thinking. No, no. I was thinking. Um, um, I don't know. All right. It's an unkindness. An unkindness. All right. Final question. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, this and this last one is a that doozy. That like a terrible name for a group. Right? Well, it's, it's better than like, a murder, hey, me I guess. me my squad. We're called the unkindness. Yeah, and then crows are like, we're a murder. Yeah. All right. Last one. What's the name of the nearest galaxy to our own? I have no idea how anyone would know this. 
Um, I don't know. I just know that ours is the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's the Andromeda Galaxy. What? what? All right. Andromeda. Andromeda? You're going to correct me on that? Yeah, Everybody that knows the Andromeda, Andromeda Galaxy. Everyone does? <laughs> Am I just a Andro, moron? what did you say? Andromeda? I said Andromeda. <laughs> Andromeda? Yeah, Andromeda. <laughs> Never heard of it. Whatever. I know it as Stupid Andromeda, galaxy. but I would not have gotten that answer right. Okay, Mahoney, come on in, buddy. Everything you're going to say is correct, Mahoney. Everything that you are going to say is correct. This is why we're friends, Audrey. (laughs) Audrey is a bad person. No, she's not. She's not not to be trusted. All right, here we go. You're misogynistic, Dave. (laughs) Ulysses. Why is there... We got a a rowdy... We got a whole whole rodeo of kids over on the phone. He put him on hold. Okay. (laughs) Ulysses S. Grant is on the front of which U.S. dollar bill? 50. The 50 is correct. (laughs) Boob Day in Spain is what day here in America? This is so stupid. Pass. A lot, a lot of practical jokes played on this day. Pass. Okay. April Fool's Day. Yeah. Uh, question number three. What is the name of the hot middle layer of the Earth? Magma. Mm. No, there's the crust. The mantle is what you're looking for, and then the core. But the magma <laughs> comes from that. No. The what? Magma. <laughs> the magma? The, you're Mag- trying to- <laughs> yeah. Huh? Magma right, is, isn't that that's what's what, in the core that's of what, like that's a That's what a lot of people voted for. <laughs> she, tell them wrong. See what happens. Magma. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, question number four. Uh, who was the peasant girl that led the French army at Orleans during the Hundred Years' War? Uh, boy. I, re- repeat that question. Who was the peasant girl, a.k.a. the poor, that led the French army (laughs) at Orleans during the Hundred Years' War? Joan of Arc. Whoa. What? Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. There you go. What? He clearly said it. That's impressive. He said said Joan of Arc. I didn't see. I'm not Kanye over here. (laughs) No, he's a fan again, didn't you know? I know. All right. All right. So dumb. Uh, Question number five. You've got two correct so far. A flock of crows is called a murder. What is a flock of ravens called? I I know this. You do? I would have never. Is it a mystery of ravens? Mm. Yeah, you're on the right path, but now it's an unkindness. That's man, what it is. Man, yeah. Man, man, man. Uh, all right, still two correct. And um, let's see if you get the last one. I am an idiot, I guess. Uh, what's the name of the nearest galaxy to our own? Andromeda. Yeah. Yeah. What did tell them what you called them the first time, Dave? I called the Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that sucks for him. All right, Mahoney. Try to do. Come in hot. Your boy can't be stopped. Uh, Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we've heard of a lot of people over the years. Most recently, uh, there was a teacher that got let go because of it. 
Uh, but there's a number of people that, especially during the pandemic, started doing OnlyFans pages. And, sure. Uh, it was the new pyramid scheme. The f- found out a way to uh, to make some, no. some cash. It's, there's no quick way to make cash. You get what you put into it. Yeah. Well, I think that, though. Like if you think you're I not going to have a job and you're just going to be but, hot and naked, that ain't how it so, works. But you don't think <laughs> that all of this is also like side marketing. So like you said, Dave, like we're seeing all of these women who are going into OnlyFans and talking about how much money they're making. But like you just said, there's it's really not. There's a cap, right? Like, there, it's not a free-for-all. Like, everybody who gets OnlyFans is going to be making money. Hello. How they push it. Right. Right? So I feel like it's, it's definitely it. kind yeah. of a, a, a scheme. That's right. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a little scheming and, like, marketing. Like, hey, yeah, if I did it, so can you. Well, but I also it's feel like... Sure it's very tummy It's very tummy You hear a lot of the, like, this person's making $200,000 a month type For thing. Sure. But it's also, like, you also only hear about, like, the jackpots hitting at the casinos. You sure. Know? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of a lot of sad stories out there, too. But it's, it's pretty normal still, even though, you know, a lot of this stuff has become normalized. Most people know OnlyFans that, uh, you know, that it's not shocking to find out that somebody has an OnlyFans. But you hear people getting fired for it all the time. But I think this is the first, and I'm not sure, but I think this is the first judge that we've seen get fired for having an OnlyFans. I mean, don't don't you expect your judge to have a certain caliber of moral judgment about them? Like, I don't know if I would want my judge to, like, also be put in their bang, bang up on the- their booty hole up there. Yeah, so yeah, this guy, know, good, good looking guy, right? Yeah, he's in great shape. But he also looks just like every like every normal dude you'd see working. You know, he looks like a finance bro. Yes, he looks what? like a finance guy. What are the things called in judicial courts? Whatever they that mallet? The gavel, the gavel. gavel. Yeah. Do you think he uses his dong instead, like yes, on OnlyFans? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a New York City Order. administrative <laughs> law judge, and he was <laughs> ordering the court. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> the jury will rise. <laughs> <laughs> just comes out in the robe and is just, it's totally, just totally naked, naked yeah. underneath. It's like a hospital gown. Yeah. It's like you, all you see is butt. Do you back. remember that one story about that judge from it's years ago it's like now? Tennessee or something, right? There was a judge that got fired because he was using like a, a, a wiener pump while he was actually at work. Oh, I was thinking about the the female judge who was hooking up with her bailiff. No, that's kind of that awesome. That was <laughs> I'm, cool I'm, as I'm hell. For that. No, but the, the, I remember that guy. Everyone yeah. was trying to figure out because they could just hear this w- weird like noise yep. and like the, the court Atta microphones girl. were picking it up. No, it was a guy. No. And it was like a, a boy. Mo- whatever you're like into. motorized fleshlight yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. But he while he's sitting there in court is See, I have a problem with that. What, like, what? what you do in your private time, That's- just because you're good looking and you're okay with showing your body, does not mean you do not know how to make. Pro- you don't doesn't mean you don't know the law. This guy obviously went to school, was uh, you know had accolades of his peers to get to the point where he was a judge. I a judge a- at thirty three, by the way. Yeah, now, he- That's actually really, really impressive. Really young, yeah. And he squ- see, and then then my brain goes to this: you squandered it. You were 33, a judge, and now you're I mean, what? the judge, only fans judge, judge stuff doesn't really pay, but now we're talking about him, and if I was into his kind of OnlyFans, I would subscribe. You, you Judges wanna... don't pay more than lawyers. No, they don't. No, no, no. So no. Well, why would you <laughs> ever want to be a judge? That's a good question. Wait, uh, why would you ever want to be a judge then? So let you guys want to hear his bio? Yeah. White collar professional by day, very unprofessional by night. Always amateur, always raw, always slutty. Hell yeah. <laughs> what was this guy's name? Uh, his name is Gregory A. Locke. Okay. 
L O C K E. Lock. You're going to. Are we going to subscribe from the show OnlyFans account? We have a show OnlyFans account. We should. <laughs> Can we write it all for that? <laughs> what? This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Who's the worst stand up comedian of all time, and why is it Gilbert Gottfried? Oh, and Bill Cosby doesn't count. Message deleted. How dare you speak ill of the dead with Gilbert Godfrey? And he also was... pronounce his name right. Um, so here's... Godfrey. When it comes to the uh, the worst comedians, and this is not like all-time worst comedians, just my personal experience. Uh, I've, I've mentioned it before, but we had John Lovitz on the show, and he was just awful. He was trash. Just didn't want to answer any questions. I'm like, why are you even here? Like, it's just mm-hmm. not funny in any way. Like, he came on to promote his show, which yeah. you'd think more like... More people uh, reached out to us. You sell it. Like, this is your job. Yep. Um, but the one that I was really disappointed with, because I, I love his character on TV... You're talking about J.B. Smoove? J.B. Smoove. But he was such a nice guy, though. Very was nice not guy. Funny it, at it was t- the polar opposite of John yeah. Lovitz. Like he came in and he was on. He was trying to be funny. Cool and as hell. Just was bombed. not working at all. Just totally bombed. Just, I mean, but yeah. when you're when you're a comedian, that's what you have. And I'll say this: How dare you call in? You know, like one of my favorite comedians of all time is Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Maybe she and, didn't know that. Well. I feel like that's a personal attack towards me because Gilbert Gottfried, I will say, was one of the very first celebrities who I met, who I got to like hang out with, mm-hmm. like spend, you know, I think I was probably like 23, 24 and I met Gilbert. But you were already a big fan of his when that happened. Huge. I mean, yeah. I grew up watching USA up all night every weekend with him and then the other night with Rhonda Shear, which also yeah. uh, a mm-hmm. big fan of as well. And... um Gilbert was just couldn't have been cooler, you know. I mean, literally. Yeah. So that one, like when he passed, man, that one hit just because yeah. he was. And this is when you know somebody's like good at what they do. When other comedians go, I love that guy. Yeah. And nobody, no, no comedians spoke bad of him. Yeah, I they mean, just I, all I, knew he was a just a just an OG. I understand how you could not like him because he had like a specific style yeah. mm-hmm. to his comedy. Um, but I, I would disagree with with the caller. And yeah, he was he was a very very funny guy. Hilarious. And also. The iconic role of Yago in Aladdin yep. goes down as one of the all-time great animated characters, and it wouldn't have been the same without his voice. You know who I hate? An Mr. Bean. Son. Mr. Bean. Rowan Atkinson. God, I what? Hate Mr. He's Bean. got a like a face. It's like like that's just not my style oh, of comedy. I'm with you I hate it, man. Percent. Every time I see yes. his face, it's so punchable, man. Like I don't yes. know. He's just got it. He's like he looks like a person that if you were to take their dentures out, like that's his face yeah. to me. Like <laughs> watch his. So I can't. If you don't like no, Mr. Bean, Mahone, you're not going to switch me on watch him. Watch Rowan Atkinson and no. Black Adder. No, I'm. I'm not. I. It's. It's like. He's already that person to yep. me because he had a one note, this is who I am, yep. this is my character, kind of very similar to Pee Wee Herman, uh-huh. like how Pee Wee Herman only had that one note, but one character. But Pee Wee is also iconic. It, like but, you're, you're, You are slandering two of the all-time greats. Okay, no, I don't know about all-time, all-time greats. greats. Dude, Absolutely no, like not. George Carlin is an all-time great. Dude, Pee Wee Herman, what he did, especially- Jerry man, Seinfeld is like an all-time dude, great. Chris Rock Rowan, is an all-time Rowan great. Rowan Atkinson and, 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 Eddie and Murphy. Paul Rubens yeah. are infinitely better than- Seinfeld. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. <laughs> Not Please leave a message after the tone. Watch Seinfeld's last Netflix special. It's trash. Okay, but Pee Wee Herman's not also doing stand-up 40 years later uh, he, either. He's doing shows. Oh, and they're, and they're selling, I'm sure. I well, didn't even are. know. Mm-hmm. 
all over the internet. I see boomers vilified and Gen Y and Gen Z touted as the victims of boomers, but why no mention of Gen X? Where does Gen X stand in all of this big mess that the world seems to be in? Message deleted. Gen X keeps their nose out of it and let yep. you idiots deal with it. Yeah, you <laughs> guys can fight it out. Life's too short that, for that nonsense. It's been that way from the beginning with people who are Gen X. Yep. Don't care. Don't care. Apathetic. Yeah. It's yep. like, we. this is the hand we were dealt. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, uh, Nordic. You know, like, or, you know, like, cold European. So yeah. you identify as a Gen X? Because you're a millennial. I, Dave and I are on, the, are on the cusp. I'm. He is a Gen X. You are a millennial. Yeah, but he was born 79. I was born 81. So for us, it's the that, Oregon Trail generation yeah. kind of caught in between. Yeah. I'm not mad at any particular generation. Like, everyone talks about how lazy kids are today. No. People have been doing that from the jump. But there's mm-hmm. regardless. There are, it's, it's not generational. It's people, man. There's lazy everyone and you're just you're just generalizing once you start generalizing entire generations of being like you're old. out of touch and yes. whatever like no man there like there are plenty of people who are out there working their ass off and it's harder now than ever right. it really is i saw something interesting online yesterday about a teacher who was saying that she's been called everything by her students you know mommy happens you know calling the you know the grandma or whatever is pretty common but she said one thing that i noticed that's totally different about the the new generation the babies growing up like who are in kindergarten the gen alphas i guess is, is what they're going to be called gen alphas okay. yeah that's a pretty strong name by the way but yeah. um she said i was called alexa Alexa, that's funny. Hey, Siri. Yeah. How about that? Because they're babies built by robots. Oh, crap. Sorry, my phone's going off. No, go away. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the funniest bathroom graffiti you've ever seen? I walked into a stall once and there was a hole on the side. I thought that was pretty interesting. Message deleted. I feel like bathroom graffiti is lost. It's a lost art because <laughs> everybody graffiti is always pathetic to me. Like, what are you doing? Good. You're showing the man like with your sharpie next to a urinal. Like, I'm gonna write on your stuff. But I feel like we've lost what? the art of Loser. bathroom graffiti because of phones. Because back then, when you were just taking a slam and you're sitting in, you know, you're sitting in a stall and you've got like a pocket knife or a pen or something, you could. But everybody's just on their phone now, so nobody's yeah. taking the time to invest into uh, creating uh, artwork on the walls. The only like really to. funny bathroom graffiti that I've ever seen is when it's for a good time. Call this number, and, and then it's you, Dave's like, number. You put you put your ex girlfriend on or something. <laughs> So if you take it back about 20 years now, there was a time when Afro Man had a really big song because I got high. There were several radio people at the time. I think it was out of Boston. Was it Adam 13 maybe or Adam 12, whatever his name is, who locked himself in a studio and played it on repeat until he... Got fired or Not something? Get fired, whatever. It was, People have done that. It in was our somebody like that, yeah, but so nobody's ever really like a lot. There's no locks on the studio doors I for that reason. Twenty dollars, sir, to see him perform live, you and did? I questioned whether twenty dollars was too much. Dude, so what's funny is that I also was living in a college town at the time, and I had a friend that was a promoter, and he asked me, he's like, "Hey, do you think that an Afro Man show would work?" And you know, university right there, colleges like, for sure. That song was massive at the time. And I remember he booked the show and he paid, you know, the guaranteed amount, which I think was like seventy five hundred bucks to Afro Man, which isn't crazy, but For also having like, a pretty big hit on the radio at the time. Right. Yeah. But only like one song that anyone had ever heard. Yeah. It's pretty risky. And like four people showed up. <gasps> it was the biggest loss that he had ever taken. 
<laughs> really? He lost it all. Nobody oh, showed up to see Aquaman. That sucks. I mean, that's uh, probably nobody bad showed up because yeah, they got, because high. They got high, yeah. yeah. Well, there got is some fulfilling prophecy. There is some Afroman drama. Okay. All these years later, mm-hmm. uh, and this seems I don't know, kind of racist, but four four deputies and two sergeants and a detective in Ohio yep. are suing Joseph Foreman, aka Afroman. After he used footage of their faces obtained during a raid on his home, and then put it in music videos mm-hmm. and social media posts without their consent, well, so absolutely, I feel like that's hilarious because the video, first of all, whenever if you look at this video of the, the it's like a ring camera sort of footage, He's right? Got security yeah. footage, yeah. yeah. And one of the things that I noticed, like, why do you have lime green walls? First of all, because he's Afro man. That's, that's why so everything's like weed colored. <laughs> it's so lime he's, green. He's got one note. He plays it. You so know? what's interesting is that they had a warrant saying that there were drugs, drug paraphernalia, trafficking, and kidnapping Ooh. taking place at his home. None of that was going on. None of it. So you got so, swatted. Yes, basically. No, but, but the cops did it. They did it. So and mm. they also and they also stole stuff from his house. So they Oof. they had to return cash that had been removed from the house because, during the raid. You know he he must be a drug dealer, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kidnapping yeah, and, though, and, like, and when weed is legal in a lot of states. It, just the fact that Afro Man is getting raided is absurd. It's ridiculous. He he actually wrote this song about it, which Jordan I guess loves. It's called Lemon Pound Cake. The Adams County Sheriff kicked down my door. Then I heard the glass break. <laughs> Sounds the same. They found no kidnapping victims, just some lemon pound cake. <laughs> Mama's lemon pound cake. It tastes so nice. It made the sheriff want to put down his gun and cut him a slice. Okay, all right. That's that's you're right, Jordan. That is a banger. Color me incorrect. Um, so, but the whole entire time you're showing footage of the raid and yes. how they were being, you know, it kind of is very Looney Tunes esque. Yeah, I mean, he's making light of the situation, but the fact that these four deputies and two sergeants and the detective are all suing him—that's a little de energy. You bitches, come yeah, on, man. Be better. Like I'm a big backer of law enforcement and cops, but when you but when you raid somebody's house, right, and you're wrong, yeah, and then, then you take his steal? money, then you steal money. It's Afro man. And you sue. He doesn't have any money. You've no Afro. Broke. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Shrinking wrapped up on Apple TV Plus, and uh, Mahoney, I know that you are as enamored with that show as I am, just uh, brilliantly done, and now, Audrey, you are able to uh, to watch it because the entire first season is in the bag. So, awesome. bingeable, ready to go for you. Perfect. I mean, Bill Lawrence, he created Scrubs, which was all, one of my all-time favorite classics, Ted Lasso, which is on right now mm-hmm. and is in its final season. So, you know, I kind of love these feel-good, you know, heart wrenching, tear-jerking, hilarious comedies. And I feel like Scrubs, Ted Lasso, and obviously Serious subject matter, but very funny at the same time. Hilarious. Dramedies? I've never been a big fan of Jason Segel. I just, you know, I liked forgetting Sarah Marshall, but I didn't like, you know, whatever the Doogie Howser show was, the How I Met Your Mother, never a fan there. So him in this role has really like drawn me to him. Like I think he's absolutely phenomenal. But I've been really impressed, not even just by him, because he's another one of the co-creators, him and uh, Brett Goldstein. But 
Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy, Roy Kent, Kent on Ted Lasso. Yeah. Who, again, hilarious yep. and phenomenal writer. But Harrison Ford and Jessica Williams, I mean, are the real stars of that show, in my opinion. Wonderful show. Just a great cast through and through. If you're not watching Apple TV or if you don't have Apple TV, I would highly suggest, you know, bang for the buck. It's one of the best right uh, out there right now. Speaking of things that Mahoney recommends, you are a big fan of the John Wick franchise. Sure. Crushed it at the box office. $73.5 million domestically, another $64 million internationally, $137.5 million. I watched the very first John Wick movie ever not too long ago, probably about two weeks ago. Yeah. Why did no one tell me? Like, I mean, I knew Mahoney that... Mahoney has told you a thousand times. No, no, no. No one told me about the dog. Oh, well, yeah. that's the whole yeah, premise the whole of the entire franchise. I was not expecting that part at all well, i mean if you're going to have a guy who no, is it was like on kicked. a rabbit uh, you know right. who's gonna who's gonna be on a ravenous murdering spree for revenge i mean like family okay sure but a, a puppy, puppy a puppy a puppy. puppy yeah what do you think john so i mean there aren't many movies out there that do well this far into a series i mean like it's the fourth one how well what do you think the ratings are on rotten tomatoes for this i think it, i mean i've seen nothing but positive stuff yeah. about this so far so i would guess that the that the critics are like 89 percent and the audience is like 93 well, like did it just come out on friday yeah so john wick chapter four is at 95 percent from the critics from the critics and wow. at 95 percent fresh Jeez. from the audience as well so if you're talking about a franchise that's four movies deep and it's still in the 95 range for the critics that's wild and keanu reeves they're saying this is the biggest opening of like one of the, one of the biggest openings of keanu reeves Over career Matrix. worldwide and man hmm. like hmm. he's getting better with age and the fact that he's 58 he years old wine, and still sure. a incredibly credible uh action star it just shows you what you know his devotion to the craft Speaking of uh, being really far into a series, Audrey, I think you'll appreciate this. ABC has just renewed Grey's Anatomy. Uh, they did. For Meredith's a 20th gone. Season, yeah. Didn't Meredith leave? I don't know. I, you, you're the Grey's Anatomy. I, I stopped expert. whenever did they, you? whenever McDreamy died. Like yeah. I stopped the, because like they yeah. started pushing all kinds of like other love plots onto him, and and I, I don't know. There's just definitely a tiring point for me whenever you get into like I think they're in season. Like 30 or something? It's 20 is what just Tw- got green. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, no. But they're long seasons. It's not like a normal season where you no. get like 8 or 12 episodes, right? Like 50 right? episodes. It's, it's wild. But I'm with you on Grey's Anatomy because uh, for, for a while there... Um, none of the original cast left. Well, well ER just, was the same way, though. It just got so goofy where it's like, oh, yeah, a plane crash just happened right next to the hospital because it's a regular Tuesday. You're like, that seems like a fairly ridiculous... Actually, one of the episodes that kind of... I had to push past it, and I Jump didn't shark, realize man. it was a Jumping Shark episode, but it was like season two or three. This is when Izzy was still in it, for anybody who knows any of the character names. Um, it's that blonde girl, Christina something. I don't know. She's apparently horrible to work with on set. Anyways, she she was trying to save a deer like a deer had like crashed in front of the hospital and she's like we've got to save it and i was like why you're not a vet (laughs) saving the deer the new jumping the shark yes Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, and looking just doing a a one bit of minute of research here john wick the very first one was 81 percent fresh chapter two was 85 chapter three 86 chapter four 80 or 95 wow. i've never seen a series get better, better, better as it yeah. goes that's crazy yeah everyone just loves keanu reeves man yeah. um so the uh, the big news over the weekend for reese witherspoon is that she is getting divorced again um she has been married for oh, 11 why did you years say again like that 
Well, she she Again. is. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> been married she to married? Was it Ryan Phillippe. They oh, have a couple kids together, yeah, yeah. and then she's been married to this dude, uh, Jim Toth, for he's 11 a producer. Years. Yep. Never heard him. Um, but did you say he's kind of having like a midlife crisis? It's so rumors are because it was one of those things where it was like shocking to everyone mm-hmm. and saying that they looked so like happy and go lucky or whatever but yeah. it was he started to wear like the chains Uh-oh. and started to get <laughs> tattoos Uh-oh. and started to kind of have a moment where he was attempting to just feel younger i think yeah. and th- that was just kind of causing turmoil is that when yeah. like when does when do midlife crises usually take place is Probably it like around 40 40 40 yeah it just depends i think it's when mostly like when, when you start you can, just feeling old yeah like when you, when you can afford the corvette i mean have you seen those new corvettes they are it's dave and mahoney oh good for you are you an old do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey there. Food for thought. Why is it acceptable for ladies to drool on Pornhub, but unacceptable to do it in public as a normal, civilized human being? Message deleted. Because one is fantasy and not real, and the other one is real life. Drool. It's, like, are we saying, like, like groveling like, over, no, like, no, fantasies? No, 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 or? no, no. There's this, it's this, I forget what it's called. It's a Japanese word. Uh, I will defer to our producer, Jordan. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan? Drooling? Yeah, it's like there's, it's something that they do. I've stumbled across Uh-oh. this niche at one point. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, co- it's, I thought you were talking it's about like a Japanese drooling. word. Okay. I, I don't know anything. Like, I, all I know is a very bad wo- like word in Japanese. Well, that's not. Do don't that. say yeah. that. Yeah. But no, um, I know about like drooling, the eye crossing no. thing. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. That is what? that what? It, see, I didn't take that as that. I thought it was meaning like women can drool on Pornhub, like looking at like sexual acts and content, but like in person, you're not like drooling over individuals. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird one. I don't. I don't really know where we're going with that. Let's just move on. Please leave a message after the tone. What are all your opinions on bachelor or bachelorette parties that happen at strip clubs? Is that cool or too much before the wedding? Message deleted. So it's called a hego. A hego. Okay. But it's, it's, it's a real weird fetish. So there, uh, it's interesting. I'll have to, uh, Check that out. I have no idea what you're talking it's, about. It's real weird. Is it? it? I mean, hey, you do you, but it, that ain't for me. Got it. So anyway. what did you uh, say? Strip, strip club parties for bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like, do you think it's too much? Um, almost every one that I've been to that's been at a strip club, it's almost always for, like, the married dudes who are all pent up. I yeah. was just going to say, do you think that bachelor parties and bachelorette trips are more for... It's the married people that don't get to do anything. Yeah. It's, like the, it's for the company, not yeah. for the individual. Who's... Yeah, uh, but they, they almost always get totally out of hand. Like the one time, the, the most memorable one that I can recall at a strip club uh, was with a big group of guys, mm-hmm. and we had a like a stretch limousine because we're douchebags, and uh, the back window got busted out of it, which was real neat. And uh, we were at the strip club, and some guy took a swing at me, and I have no idea, even to this day, why. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was just hammered or what. Probably. But he uh, he took a swing at me, missed, thankfully. And my buddy, who was an offensive lineman, just an enormous dude, grabbed him. And I've, I've never seen this in real life. Uh, like, picked him up, like, by his shirt, and you, like, bullies do in movies. Yeah, like, yeah. lifted him off the ground 
and was like, don't do that again. I was like, yeah, That's- don't do that again. <laughs> Wait, can I ask a question, though? Sure, yeah. And maybe this is just me because I am boring. Yeah. Um, But what is the reason where people want to go to strip clubs for bachelor and bachelorette trips? Like, what is it about, like... The feeling of uh, you wouldn't do that if you've been in a relationship for like, we'll say for people who've been together for eight years. It's like the last hurrah. But like you've been with that person already for eight years. Right. Yeah. But but I feel like you're either strip club people or not because I got a couple friends who love like them and their, you know, their partner always go and they, you know, they have fun. For me, it's my wife and I, that's not what we do. Right. That's not for us. I would say (sighs) the. Again, it's always the other guys who are pushing it, yeah. not so much the groom. Right. I mean, or, well, or like, I mean, sometimes it is the groom. Like, sometimes people just are sure. strip club people, like you said, Mahoney. But it's just, it's really funny whenever like you think stri- of it like that. Like, people have already been together for a while. If you haven't already taken a trip to the strip club during that, like, why are you deciding to go, like, as your one last night of also gross to call it freedom? Like, I just, right. I don't know. The yeah. whole, the whole, and I am like not saying this from like an anti bachelor, bachelor at trip type of person like go for it do your thing it's just whenever you really think about it it's just all kind of odd like why are you saying it's your last night of freedom it's like okay i'm gonna do all this stuff and get away with it and then but it's it's outside the confines of marriage like no you aren't like you're you're skirting the contract or something like what are you talking about i think that's really truly like however that person is verbalizing what their bachelor or bachelorette trip is meaning to them then that's where i feel like i would have a worry of of, of the trip. I guess that's where I'm getting at. Like, if you are truly feeling like you're about to be, like, locked inside the house, never to be seen again, and this is the last time you get to cheat or smoke or drink, go see boobs for the last time, like, what in the world are you doing getting in this relationship? <laughs> don't get married, first yeah. and foremost. But, but I was going to say, I think strip club people, like, who are cool with all that, they don't, that's not where they choose to go for their bachelor. They're gambling. No, they do something else. But for me, <laughs> if like somebody on the gambling floor if, or if yeah, they, they're they're Vegas. skydiving. Yeah. At this point, Dave, almost all of our guy, good guy friends have been married or are married. Yes. At this point, if I were to get asked to go to another bachelor party, it better be like me- it better be like a, a, a trip I want to take. It's yeah. not like we're going out on in in town or something like that. Like it needs to be like, like a golf trip, trip like a or golf something. Trip. Yes, something. like that feels like the sort of thing that is totally appropriate. Yeah, like at this age, no, I don't want to go to the cheesy local strip club. No, and. You know, watch you get lap dances. Same from thing some with like your stripper. third marriage. Like right. it better be a destination that I want to go to. <laughs> Otherwise, I can go. Nope. Call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? I understand that there can be a lot of frustrations when you're ordering things online, and especially if you're buying something that would be more like a novelty item like this particular thing is that a Karen purchased, I believe, on Amazon. Um, it is on Amazon, as a matter of fact, uh, and, and you're disappointed in it. So it's got four out of five stars out of 141 reviews on Amazon. And looking here at what this is uh, to describe it, it is called the Bristol Novelty BM305 
penguin overhead mask. So it's like, you know, like those, you sometimes see like the horse heads that people will wear. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's a penguin. It's a, right? it's a, it's like a latex penguin. Yeah. It kind of looks like a pigeon head too. Um, I can't describe how much I hate that into words. I don't think, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of playing it as normal. I don't like the horse head either. Um, I think they're just kind of weird and goofballish, but yeah. that one, for whatever reason, seeing that on a human's body, I think would enrage me to the I, point of, um, I, this. You are blooming into a Karen and no Isn't time. it beautiful? Is, it really is. Uh, this blossoming. Is, this is your season. As weird as that is, I don't know what a Karen could possibly find to complain about well, again, something like this on Amazon. It's got four and a half out of five stars. So pretty smell. good overall. Uh, <laughs> is that going to be on there? Dude, yes. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Nicole said five out of five. I don't know why, but my 14-year-old son wanted this for his birthday. He got it, and he loves it. Okay. He's been using it to annoy his siblings. You know, LOL. that's exactly who I would envision <laughs> buying this. It's just like some teen who is just yes. trying to like torture Tor- Torture siblings, siblings just 100%. chasing them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cranky crab said five out of five stars. Wear it with a tux. Don't think about it. Just do it. Oh, because penguins look <laughs> yeah. like they're wearing little tuxedos. That is a great idea. Uh, Karen said one out of five stars. First off, this thing stinks to high heaven. <laughs> I feel like I need to fumigate my house after buying this. But the real kicker is that this looks nothing like an actual penguin. When searching for a lifelike penguin mask, I want realistic. This is clearly made by somebody or a company who has no concept of what a pigeon's bodily makeup looks like. Do you even know what a penguin mask is supposed to be? I'll wait. Exactly. <laughs> Save your money and don't buy this monster mask. Uh, there's nothing worse than stinky masks. I mean, that, that Chinese plastic does smell. It yeah, does. Real bad. Bad. So I mean, so you, so you, you're, you're fair. There. Fair, 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 fair point. Yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Setting sun where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Nevada, home means the hills, home means the sage and the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me, one more time now, home 